Hello and welcome to the Research Zone podcast, the podcast where we aim to make sense of youth mental health research. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this introductory episode. This episode will be a little bit different to the other episodes as I've got no guests today. It's just going to be me telling you about the idea behind the podcast, the basics of youth mental health research and how future episodes will look. Firstly, I think I should start by introducing myself. My name is Lizzie, I'm 25 years old and I graduated this year with a psychology degree in June. When I was a teenager, I really struggled with my own mental health, with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts and an eating disorder. But I was lucky enough to get really good treatment and now I'm recovered, which is why I'm so passionate about mental health. Alongside my degree, I also worked as a healthcare assistant and a youth mental health research advisor. What does that even mean? Well, it means when researchers are doing research about youth mental health, they often want to involve young people in shaping their project. So this involves contributing to a range of different aspects of the research, such as choosing the research question, helping to plan how the research should be done, finding people to be involved in the research, sometimes interviewing people or analysing what they say, and then helping to let other people know about the research findings afterwards. It's kind of like being an assistant or a helper to the researchers. Outside of work and studying, I'm a very amateur baker. I will never be getting Star Baker on Bake Off, but I do love to bake. I'm also an avid musical goer, and I love to do exercise like dancing or yoga. So you might be wondering why on earth I decided to start this podcast. I started this podcast because I think research is pretty cool. Being a research advisor, I've worked on so many cool projects which have found out so many cool things which I think will really benefit young people, including causes of mental health problems, coping strategies and what actually goes on inside the brain when you have a mental health problem and so, so, so much more. But the problem is all these findings just sit in a journal which is full of jargon terms which most young people outside the research world don't know about and most journals require an expensive subscription to look at the articles. So I think research is quite inaccessible to a lot of young people and this podcast really aims to change that by inviting researchers on to discuss their own research in simple terms which we can all understand in short digestible episodes. We as young people can then be informed about the research, about how our own brains work and evidence-based coping strategies to try and manage our own mental health. You might also be wondering, why should I even care about research? Well, historically it has a reputation of being pretty long and quite frankly a bit dull. But I think research is pretty cool for lots of reasons. Firstly, it helps us to understand different conditions better. So although there's still a lot we don't know about mental health disorders, we know more than we've ever known before about the different biological, social, individual and personality factors that cause and maintain mental health problems. This understanding helps us develop treatment and interventions. Every intervention delivered on the NHS has been rigorously tested and researched to check that it's safe, that it works and that it's reliable. Without research, we probably wouldn't even have any treatment, including medications and therapies. Research can also help develop prevention techniques and strategies to stop people getting mentally ill in the first place, and it can find different and more accurate ways of diagnosing mental illness. So ultimately, research saves lives, it improves the lives of people with mental health problems, and it helps reduce stigma. 
You might be thinking, well, I know absolutely nothing about youth mental health research, so this podcast isn't for me. But we want to make this podcast accessible for everyone, so I'm just going to explain a bit about who does research and how it's done. So research is usually done by people who work at universities. Often these people will lecture, aka teach, students who are doing their degree. Lecturers and researchers are often called academics. However, researchers aren't always based at universities. Sometimes researchers might work within a mental health service, a charity, or within a business, or be entirely independent. Researchers will work on many different projects throughout their career, sometimes doing multiple projects at a time in any different area that interests them. Research is a long and complicated process which happens in stages. Firstly, a researcher will decide on what they want to research and define a research question that they want to answer. They will then decide how they want to answer this question, including coming up with a method, deciding who they want to be involved and maybe predicting what they expect to find. They then write this up into a big document called a proposal. They then send it off to funders who decide if they want to give the researcher the money to do the project. If they do, then the researcher can start. The process of gathering and analysing the data can take months or years. Once completed, it gets written up into another long document called a research article, usually made up of sections, including an introduction, a method section, a results section, and then a discussion, talking about the good points, the bad points, and the future direction of the research. This article is then published in an online book with lots of other articles about similar topics. This online book is called a journal. There are lots of journals for lots of different things, such as journals for eating disorders, for child and adolescent mental health, for suicide research, and loads of others. These articles and journals then help inform future practice, guidelines, campaigns, and develop prevention strategies, treatments, and lots of other things that we mentioned earlier. So they're very, very helpful things. You might also be wondering how future episodes will look. Future episodes will involve a researcher coming on to talk about one of their research projects. Each interview will start with a two-minute elevator pitch of the research, which will be the research in summary. Then go on to discuss why they chose that problem, how they conducted the research, what they found, what this means for young people, and what's next in this area of research. I hope that this will make research accessible and allow everyone to hear and understand it. All the relevant information, for example, any research papers mentioned, websites or helpful resources, will be in the show notes underneath each podcast, so you can look further at anything that interests you. If you're totally new to research or don't know anything about it, then please don't worry or don't be put off listening to this podcast, because all key terms will be defined in each episode and there'll be no jargon or no complicated terms. And finally... This podcast is new and hopefully will be ever-evolving. This podcast is made by young people and for young people, so if there are any topics you would like to see featured on the podcast, then please let us know so we can deliver the most helpful, relevant information for you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this introductory episode of the Research Zone podcast. I hope it's given you a bit more of an idea about mental health research and an idea of how the podcast will work. I really look forward to bringing you the first guest in the next episode, but until then, I hope you have a lovely week and most importantly, look after yourself.